Daf is being given as a chus for Shlem of Shimon Pnin Esther. We're on the bottom of Samachvavam and Beis, second to last line. Mishnah. Nyakira Yushalayim, Hayumalavin Oisai Ad Suka Yahari Shoina. Nyakashiva Yushalayim would escort the the Mishalayach of the soil Hazazel, which we said yesterday was. A kayan, usually a kayan, because the kayanim were in the kayan government, keva, that it would be a kayan, which was a kayan, even though it was kosher with a czar. But still, they would be chashuve Yerushalayim, they were, they were malabim, they would escort him out to the sukkah rishayna. Eser sukkahs Yerushalayim va'atzok, there were ten, ten sukkahs from Yerushalayim until tzok, until the cliff that they pushed the Tsar Azazel off. Tishim ris, it was 90 ris, ris is a measurement, it was 90 ris from Yerushalayim, from the wall of Yerushalayim until Tzuk, was 90 ris. Shiva umechzel chomil, there's seven and a half ris for every one mil. Mil is a paimama, is the Tchum Shabbos. A kol sukkah v'sukkah, oimim lai harei mazayin v'harei mayim, and each and every sukkah they would offer the mishaleach, kind of mishaleach, food and water to drink. And then they would escort him from one sukkah. The people that were in, by one sukkah would escort him to the next sukkah. Except for the last one, they did not reach it with him until he got to the cleft. Rather, they would only go one half. They would go half of it. They would go one mil. The last one was two mil away from sukk. The, the last sukkah was two mil away from sukkah. According to our mayor, it was a ton of our Mishnah. It comes out, if you do make the Cheshbin, 90 wrists, and there's seven and a half wrists for every mil. And you know, you had, so if you divide 90 by seven and a half, what are you left with? You're left with 10. You have 10. What does it equal? Is 10. You have 10 mil, there were 10, I'm sorry, 10, 12. 90 divided by 12 and a half is 90 divided by seven and a half. We're going to get it right at some point. 90 divided by 7.5 is 12. So how did they break it up? You had from Yerushalayim to the first sukkah, the wall of Yerushalayim to the first sukkah was a mill. That's a payimama. So the people were able to escort him from Yerushalayim until the first. And then similarly, and you had another nine sukkahs. And in between each one was a mill. So you have from Yerushalayim to the last sukkah was 10 mil. 10 tchumei Shabbos. People were able to walk till eat from sukkah to sukkah. <coughs> and then the last two, yeah, two mil from the last sukkah until tzuk, till azazel, that last two mil, so the Mishaleach would walk all the way to tzuk. But the people that escorted him, they couldn't go past one mil. They could only go another mil, and that's why it was, they was Aindamun. They would stay at a distance and watch it because they were still 2,000 amas away from him because they would only go one mil from their sukkah because otherwise they'd be outside the Qum. So they'd go till mile 11 and then he'd go the last 12 mile and go push it, the behemoth off the cliff. Maya, he said, what would he do when he get to Tzok? He would split it in half. Half of it he would tie behind onto a rock, and half of it he would write. He would tie onto the horns of the goat. 
and you push the goat off backwards. And it would roll down and fall, and, and fall down the, the, the cliff, the side of the mountain. It wouldn't even reach halfway down the mountain. And already had been torn to shreds from hitting all the different sharp rocks on the way down. He would come back and he would sit on, outside the under the last sukkah and prepare for him until it got dark at night, and then he would come back after Yontif. He would travel back. Now, at what point does the koyans begadim the koyans the ishitis begadim become tame? That is mishiyatzachutz michutzachomis yushalayim. Tanakama holds from when he leaves the wall of Yerushalayim, he becomes Tame. We'll see where the Tanakama gets it from. How he learns it out of the Pasuk that it goes from the wall of Yerushalayim. Shimon says, from when he pushes the Behemoth off the cliff, that is Rabbi Shimon Shita, that is when he becomes Tame. It says in the Pasuk that he becomes Tame because it's a surface, it's not a surface part, that's. Um, So we know that he becomes Tame. The question is, when, and we'll see on Omid Bey's, how, uh, how each Tana learns out when he becomes Tame. Zakti Gemara. Because exactly. No, he becomes Tame because Behima says, because the Pasuk says he becomes Tame. It's not dead until he pushes it off. It doesn't die until he pushes it off. There's a question. Um, I'm sure the Gemara is going to answer it. Talk about it, but they offered him food and drink. They offered the Gemara is going to discuss it. Yes, he was allowed to eat because he needed to carry out the event for the ten amas. Ten mil. He's walking. He's walking. Forty-eight hundred. Forty-eight hundred amas. He's going so camping. Yeah, he's walking far into the desert. Not exactly a comfortable walk. He had to carry this? I mean, if, the behemoth, if the behemoth wasn't going on its own, it was a chayla, he was allowed to carry it. Right. But he had to pull it and lead it. He had to make sure it got there. Tanu Rabbanu. Look, Dimar. Mayor says it was 10 sukkahs and it was 12 mil. And like we said, explained in the Mishnah, from Yerushalayim till the 10th sukkah, there was a mil in between each one, each sukkah. Every every one mil you had a sukkah, and then it was two mil from the last sukkah until you reach sukkah. And that is our mayor. That's where mayor holds. Yehuda says Tesha sukkahs. It was nine sukkahs. Vasar milan. It was only ten mil. He would only go. He would have in between each and every sukkah. He would have. He would have a mill in between each and every sukkah. Except for the last one. Except for the last one. No. Because he only has 10 mills, so it goes wall, a mill to sukkah, a mill to sukkah, a mill to sukkah nine times. And then you're going to have from the last sukkah to tuk is a mill. So the difference between Rameir and Rabbi Yehuda is. The main difference between Meir and Yehuda is whether or not they escorted him all the way to Tzok. According to Yehuda, that it was 10 mil away, they were able to reach him because every sukkah was um, one mil, so it was only one Tchum Shabbos. 
So the people that were hanging out by the last sukkah will escort him all the way to Azazel. That is Rabbi Yehuda Shita. Rabbi Yaisi, Rabbi Yaisi says, Chamesh Sukkos, it was five Sukkos, Vasar Milin and ten Milin. Vasar Milin, are you? And it was ten mil, Vakulin Al Yudei Erev, and it's, the, the separation was all Al Yudei Erev. The way it would come out is, according to Rabbi Yaisi, you would have at. The way Rashi explains it is, from the wall to, of Yerushalayim to the first sukkah was one mil. And then you had, and then you had two mil in between that. How did they get there from one to the next? They made an erev. In between the two, in between the two sukkahs. And that way, you have, so you have it at one, three, five, seven, nine. Okay. How do you get from sukkah to sukkah? You kept your erev in between, a mile at the middle in between, right? Because it's two miles, so you do it right in between. So now I'm kainish visa in the middle. So I'm allowed to go two mil from the sukkah that I'm at. And I get well, I gain another mil, but I can't go any the other way. All right, so I get two mil from the from the sukkah I'm at. What? You got in both I, I get a mill in both directions from where I'm going to Shvisa, from where my Erev is. So I'm going to Shvisa right in between, so I can go two mill in between. Okay, so it comes out according to BIC that you are, um, you are, you, you have an Erev in between each sukkah, and therefore the person can, so who hangs out, so he's going to Shvisa in between, he hangs out at a sukkah, he's going to Shvisa in between, he's, he's, he escorts the Mishaleach. Till the next sukkah. Now he technically that the, the person who was scored can technically go back to the other sukkah because it's within his what's called. But then what will happen is you reach the last sukkah, which is at, at mill nine. You still have people that are there that could escort him all the way to sukkah. So he's similar to Yehuda in that they walked him all the way to the end to Azazel. But he's not similar in that he says that there's only five. There were the only five sukkahs. That is what Rabbi Yossi says. That is what Rabbi Yossi says. So I'm Rabbi Yossi. Rabbi Yossi says, "Sachli Elazar Beni, my son Elazar said to me in like a Rashi says the lashon of schayk of lashon of joking, meaning he he asked him a question on what on his shita on Rabbi Yossi's shita. He said, "Im aliyadei erev. If it's aliyadei erev that they're going, he had sukkah to sukkah. It's aliyadei erev." You're even able to do it that the person has two sukkahs and ten mil. What will happen? You have from the wall till the first sukkah you could have four amas. How? Four amas, four mil in between. Because you have one person who's kind of at mile one. He goes, he meets, he takes the Mishaleach from there. Till his Erev, plus another, right? Because, because he was going to Shvitsa on mile one, he technically could walk from the Wall of Yerushalayim till mile two. Right? Because that's where his 4,000 Amas go. And he's kind of in the middle of it. And then you have somebody who meets him there at mile two, who's, who's kind of Shvitsa at mile three. So he can go from two to four. And then he has a sukkah, right. And then there's a sukkah in mile four. And then you'll have the same thing. You'll have four mil in between 
sukkah one and sukkah two. So it goes mile four and mile eight. That you'll have a sukkah. And then you'll have that he walks from mile eight till tzuk. You could have somebody escort him all the way, which is kind of to the other side. Yeah, there's very good. I, I drew it out for myself here. It does not make any sense. So that's why I didn't hand it out. There are good pictures. I knew that there were going to be good pictures going out. So, but that's how it works out. Right? You have that each you have a person escorting him, and then a person picking him up. He walks him two mil. Every each person is walking two mil. So you could have it that it's at mile mile that it's sukkah one is at mile four, sukkah two is at mile eight, and you can have that the mishaleach is escorted all the way to sukkah. Who does the tan the brisa go like when it says except for the last one of them, he didn't the, the last sukkah of them he didn't they didn't go another mil. That means they didn't reach with them until he stood from afar and he watched. That's the of the sar. That's like rameir because according to Yehuda, according to Yosi, according to Rebbeizer, you were able to reach. Tzok. He was escort, able to be escorted all the way to Tzok. The only one who holds that he wasn't escorted all the way to Tzok was Rabbi Meir. Zok the Mishnahite. A call sukkah of sukkah, Emily of Emazan of Emayim. Each and every sukkah, they offered him water, food and water to eat and drink. Zok the Gemara, Tanam Eilim Lai Hotzuch Adam Lakach. It was never necessary for the Ishiti to ever use it. Elishayin Adama Misha Yesh Lepas Pasali, Misha Yen Lepas Pasali. Can't compare somebody that has something ready, that has bread in his basket, to somebody who doesn't have bread in his basket. You're less hungry when you have the ability to eat something, and just like, yeah, okay, I'm not gonna eat it. Versus if I didn't have the ability to eat, I get hungry. I'm like, oh, I really want it. I'm really hungry. I wish I could have it. it makes the not the not having it makes it more it makes you more hungry. Makes you more despite. What did he do? And the mission said he split the red string and he did part on the rock, part on the behemoth, on the sar's horns. So, why doesn't he write? He wrapped the string completely, tied it completely around the rock. Why does he have to put any on the behemoth? The whole purpose was to see whether or not we we're forgiven. So put it on the rock. Put it all on the rock. It says keeping the mitzvah besar since the mitzvah was with the sar What might happen is that he's gonna, they're going to get forgiven before he pushes the behemoth off the cliff, and he's going to get so excited that they were forgiven that it turned white that he's going to forget to complete the mitzvah of the sar of pushing him off the cliff. And he'll be so excited, and he'll head be he'll, in in his simcha. He'll head back to, or either head back, or forget about pushing off the sar because we were forgiven. But it could turn white at any point. Okay. So if the whole purpose is to make sure that you don't forget to not to push the him off the cliff, so then tie. All around the sar's head, uh, around his horns. So it says, "Zimnin de gomish lay the reish evil avadaita." 
because it might be that as the behemoth is falling, you might tuck his head in between his legs. The behemoth might listen to the announcement on the plane that in case of a in case of a uh, emergency landing, please uh, put your head between your lap. So he might do that. He might he might. Uh, he might, and if he does that, if Bahamut does that, leans his head into his body, he's not going to be able to see whether or not it turned white. So therefore, he splits it up. Part of it is on the rock, part of it is on the Bahamut. First he puts it on the rock, and then he puts it on the Bahamut, so that he has to, the last thing he's doing is putting it on the Bahamut, then he's not going to forget to push the Bahamut off the cliff. Originally, they would tie the Zahiris on the entrance to the Ulam from outside so everybody could see it. They turned white, they were happy. If it didn't turn white, then they would be sad and embarrassed. So they saw that it wasn't always turning white, so they put it on the entrance of the Ulam from the inside so you couldn't see it. But still, they would peek for Ryan, and they would check. They would they would peek and look. Helben, are you smechen? If if it was if they would be if it turned white, they'd be happy. Loy helben, are you atzevin? And if it didn't turn white, they would be sad. So they started tying it half on the rock, half on the on the uh, <laughs> horns of the sawyer. Now, the people in the Beis HaMikdash didn't know whether or not they were forgiven yet. So they didn't give up hope. said, originally they would tie the Lashon Shazaharis on the entrance of the Ulam, on the inside of the Ulam, and when the Sar reached the Midbar, it would turn white, and they would know that the Ishiti pushed the behemoth off the cliff. Shenemar, how do we know that you was, that that it would turn white? Because it says in the pasukim, you if your sins are red like are, are, are red like red wool, yabinu like snow, I will whiten it, I will forgive it and whiten it, whiten it and erase. We said that it would fall down until halfway down the mountain. Now. They ask the question like this. What's the Somebody comes and finds at the bottom of the cliff, he finds some goat meat, goat limbs chopped up. Can he have enough from it or not? Or is it considered Kaddish? Right? It was it was, uh, was Kaddish because it was bought with Mammon of Hekdish, it was Mammon of the Klal, the Trumas Alishka came from. So they had the Kedusha, but the question is did the Kedusha come off when it fell down and it it was. It was uh, if, when, when it was pushed down and it became a varm. So now, Rav Shmuel Chadomer Mutarim Chadomer. Soon, Rav and Shmuel say one said it was mutter, one said it was aser. Manda Amar Mutarim, the one who held it was mutter. Dechsev Midbar, because it says in the pasuk, "Kamp of Amidays." Dechsev Midbar, it says in the pasuk, "Midbar, by Midbar," which is really extra. Doesn't need to say by Midbar. It could just say "Veshilach Hasasayer." It sent out the sar. So why does it say by Midbar? To compare it to the Midbar, just like a Midbar is hefker, so too the behemoth after it was pushed off the cliff becomes hefker. Manda Amar Aser Asurin, the one who holds that to to use the Evarim or Aser, it's the Chsiv because it says in the pasuk "Gezera." He has to take it to Eretz Gezera, to a land that will chop it up. So there, and that lashon of Gezera is lashon of Chaimer and Eser. So it stayed also. Now, 
Amanda Amar Asur and the one who held that it was also be Ana. So the Midbar might like. What does he do with the Pasuk Midbar that we darshan according to the first Mandamar? The first thought that it, according to the Mandamar that it's Mutter, it learns it from there. So what does he do with that extra word by Midbar? He uses it to learn. Hamidbar, Hamidbar, Bamidbar, the rabbis, Noivi given Shiloh, Ube Salomim. It says, because it says Hamidbar, Hamidbar, Bamidbar. Three times, it's coming to tell me that neither given when the when the Mishkan was in neither given was it in Shil when it was in Shiloh there was still a mitzvah of Shiloh of the Sarah of Mishalayach and Beis Olamim is in Beis Mikdash when it was in Yishlaim. So one is telling me Beis Mikdash, the other two are telling me Mishkan Shiloh when it was in neither given and when it was in Shiloh. Now the man Damer will hold that it was also Bahana, What is that it was Mutter Bahana and learned that out from Bamidbar. Hi Gezerah, my What does he do with the word Gezerah? He needs it to teach me that which we learned in the Brayso. Gezerah in Gezerah When it says Eretz Gezerah, I only I know it means a land that is chopped off, meaning it's a steep it's a steep cliff, a very steep cliff, almost like it's a straight cliff. It's chatucha, cut off from the mountain. And that's what it looks. Dover acher, another thing you can learn from it. Ink zera I may think it means that uh, it's something that will cut up as it goes down. It has to be a rocky, choppy um, side of the mountain. Also, another reason why it says Gezerah is because you might say, oh, what is this that I'm doing? It doesn't make any nonsense what I'm doing. Therefore, the Pasuk says, I am Hashem, I am the one that was Gezer this. And you do not have permission to think about it, to, uh, why, to start thinking into why we are why we are doing this. It is a choik, there's a cause of that you need to go ahead and push the sire off the cliff. Amar Rava, Rava says, Mustaber Commander Amra, Mutaran, it's mashma, it's reasonable, makes sense, logical to say, like the Manda Amra holds that they've earned become mutter once it's pushed off, because Loyam Ratara. Shaleach l'takala, because the Torah is not going to go ahead and say, send out this behemoth that will bring about a takala for somebody else, because what's going to happen? He gets to the bottom of the cliff all in pieces, somebody walking by, he's going to see these these uh, evarim, like, oh, let me use these evarim. But he's not going to know that it was the Zaramish Dalech. So it'll come to takala, that he was nana from it, that, without now knowing, so therefore it must be that it's Motobahanna. Tanu Rabbanon, Azazel, why is it called Azazel? She az v'kasha. So it should be hard and strong, hard um, land, right? Cliff. Mighty land. What? Rugged. Rugged land. Okay, good word. Rugged. Yachol be Yishuv, I might think that it has to be in the Yishuv, in the, where people are living and dwell. Tamad Loimar, Bamidbar, Pasuk says it has to be Bamidbar. How do I know that it was in the cliff? That it was cut off. It is the most rugged of the mountains, the hardest of the mountains. And it says in the Pasuk, that he took the strong of the land of the mountains, he took the strong, the strong, the strong points of it. So that is referring to right, what a strong mountain, high, steep cliff. Turn it to baby Shmuel, turn it to baby Shmuel. What? 
Oh, it says, V'yu b'nei al-kimas b'nei adam It's a lashon of Znus over there. So what, is, what does it mean when he says, Maisa uza v'uzal? It's just like over there, there was a, there was a, a Znus. Here also, it's coming to be mechaper on Arayas. Tanu Rabbonon, ish mishpatai tasu, you shall do my mitzvahs, my, my, my um, laws. Devarim shall molalin nuchtavu din hu sheyichtavu. Um, these are mitzvahs that had they not been written, it would make sense for you to go ahead and, and you would be able to logically understand that you have to be mekayim those mitzvahs. The Elohim, these are the these following Averis that we would know that you'd still have to be mekayim them even without the Torah writing that. What would that be? That's a Vedas Chavim, Gilarayas, Shrikhas Damim, the Gezal Uberchas Hashem, that's referring to Gilarayas, Shrikhas Damim, and and also Gezel, stealing from someone else, is cursing Hashem. All of those you would need, you would not need a Pasuk to tell me to go ahead and do that. Because all of them are logical, they all affect somebody else. So therefore, I know it must be that I'm not, uh, that, that I would have to keep those mitzvahs anyway. My laws you shall watch. This is something that the son is is responding on. He's telling you why are you bothering to keep it. it. Doesn't make any sense. There's no reasoning behind it. The Elohim, and these are they, the chukim that you have to keep. Achilas chazer levisha shatnes v'chalitzus yivamas b'taras mitzara v'sara mishdaleach. What are they? They are eating, eating, not eating pig, not um, wearing shatnes, wool and linen together. Doing chalitza to Yevama, uh, that there's a mitzvah to that. Taras and Mitzvah, the process of being Mitzvah and Mitzvah, and the Sarah Mishtaleach, all of them are choik. I might say, you might say to yourself, oh, these are all nonsense, I don't have to do it. There's no reasoning behind it. Therefore, the Pasuk says, Ani Hashem, I am Hashem, Ani Hashem, Ve'ein Ben. I am Hashem who issued these laws, and you cannot go ahead. And you don't have permission to go ahead and think, oh, why am I keeping it? I don't understand that I'm not going to keep it. No, you don't have that permission. You have to accept the laws on yourself. Why is the other carbon? No, you're not shechting it. We're doing it for your kapara. It's in place of you. Yeah, but... First of all, it's not being brought the normal way. Second, second of all, it's not me in place of me. This little Sarah Azazel is going to be in place of all of Klai Yisrael. Besides that, we had other carbonas brought in. So it doesn't make the way you're going about being macro of this carbon doesn't make any sense. So we said in the Mishnah, it's Metame Begadim. Mishnah asked where, we saw one of two times, either as soon as you leave the walls of Yerushalayim, or once he pushes it off the cliff. The person who is Meshalech, who sends out this sire, meaning the one who's escorting the behemoth out to Tzok, he's However, the Shalech is a Meshalech, the ones that send out the sender, meaning the people who escort him, they don't become Tameh. 
I might have thought that as soon as he leaves the wall of the Azar, he becomes Tamei Tamad Laimar, HaMeshaleach, that escorts him. HaMeshaleach, he escorts the Behemoth, sends out the Behemoth. Ah, if it says HaMeshaleach, I might think until he goes ahead, throws him off the, off the cliff, he's not going to become Tamei, because that's why it says HaMeshaleach. That sends off the behema. When does he send it off? When he pushes them off the cliff. Talmud lomer v'hamishaleach. Therefore, the pasuk says v'hamishaleach and the mishaleach. It's being moisif the vav. V'hamishaleach is moisif. So how kaitzad? How do you be moisif on this? Mishayotzad that you're mekayim both limudim. Mishayotzad chutz chomis yushalayim. As soon as he leaves the walls of yushalayim, he's considered the mishaleach, and then he becomes talmud. Diver Rabbi Yehuda. That's what Rabbi Yehuda says. Rabbi Yosi Yamir, Rabbi Yosi says, Azazel, the Chibes, Ache Yigil, it's Sok. If you look in the Pasuk, the way the Pasuk is written, it says, Vamishaleach, Azazel, Azazel, Yechabes, Begadav. So it says, Azazel, Yechabes. When does you need to be Mechames? From the smicha of the word, Azazel is only once he reaches Azazel. Reaching Azazel is enough, because it says it that way. Because he's dashing La Azazel Yechabes. He reached Azazel, he has to go to Mikvez. Begadim come to me. Reb Shimon says, he argues on it, he says, He reads the Pasuk more fully. It's from the beginning, the Pasuk says, The one who sends off the Sari to Azazel is the one who has to, has to watch his Begadim. That means that Zerka b'Vashroish from the time of Begadim, it's when he pushes and throws him right away, pushes him off, and his Begadim become Tameh. He only becomes Tameh according to Reb Shimon once he pushes him off the cliff. That is what we had seen in the Mishnah. We saw Shitas of Yehuda and Rebbe Shimon, and we added in here. There's an in-between Shita that he becomes Tameh, not when he leaves Yerushalayim and not when he pushes him off, but when he gets to the. the Top of the mountain that he's ready to push the Zok to Mishnah, Bolo Yitzel Pavasar. Continued on. Now we finished talking about the Mishaleach Lazazel. Now let's go back to the Kayan who was dealing with the Kayan Gadol and being Mark of the Kabbalans. So Bolo Yitzel Pavasar and Nisrafin. He comes back to the Pavasar. They need to be burnt off because the Pasuk says that they're not Makrav on, on, the, on, the, on the Mizbech. The body, the corpses of the Sarah and the Pyre, they are taken, the Emurin are taken out, of the Emurin, and the Sarah and the Pyre are taken out to be burnt outside of the Beis Hamikdash. So it's Balayet of Pavisara and Israfin. He comes back to the Pavisara and are going to be Saraf, they were going to burn. Karin, he rips them open, Valitzias Emurin, he takes out the Emurin, Nasun Bimagis, he puts it onto a platter. A klisharis platter v'hektirin al gabei mizbeach and he's makdur on gabei mizbeach. Kolon b'makloyis and he wove them into each other on um, on poles. Vaytzin l'beis hasreifa and it was taken out to the beis hasreifa. Meim esayim etamim begadim and when did the people who were taking it out to be serif the behema those behemas when did they become tamei again? This is a exeris akosov that it become that they become tamei from carry, taking out the behema too. Burn it outside the base. When they leave the uh, the wall of the Azar, Shimon says, only once it mostly burns up, that's when it becomes Tameh.
and he burnt it. That's when he burnt the behemoth. If you read the 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 Mishnah, it's mashma that what was the process? He would take out the emurin to be makdirit, put it onto a platter, take it up and be makdirit right now. But that's not true. The hektar chalavim the emurin didn't happen until later, until after he did, until after he leaned in the he, he had to lean from the sefer and his wife in his in the big day loven. He still had to change. Do the 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 aisle and 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 the carbon soften and the and the the tumen. Then he had to go back to go take out the kaf and machta, and then he had to change back again to finish up the avoidus of the day before he finished up. When and then the mach of the emurin. So why does it say that it was vekdiran? So he didn't burn it now. It says ela imalach to go ahead and burn it on the mizbeach. Let's uh, we'll stop here for today. I'll pick up from here.